Hey, Kev, how you doing today, man? I'm good, man. (laughs) So just let everybody know today on the PPTC Fitness Podcast, we got one of PPTC Fitness's own, Kevin Morris, coming to the stage. Um, He actually, we actually were able to book him for a podcast. This dude is booked nonstop. He was actually just showing us flight logs. This man is just booked, 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 booked. So I'm happy we were able to get you early before all those bookings and actually put you in and get you on this podcast, man. So happy you're here today. Yes, sir. It's good to be here, man. Heck yeah, man. So, I mean, nobody really knows you on the show and nobody really knows you, um, you know, in the, in the facility too much, uh, mainly just me. But just tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Where are you from? What's your background? Uh, originally from L.A. Hey. Um, moved from L.A. to Kansas at 7. So, you know, when the uh, Niners and the Chiefs were in the Super Bowl, I was a little conflicted. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd you have, though? Who'd you I have? went with the Niners and took an L. Man. I took an L. <laughs> <laughs> took an L like a champ. <laughs> I was like, I got to go back to where it started. And I took an L. Dang, bro. <laughs> and then in um, 99, I moved to Connecticut, spent some time up there, probably like 13 years, and then came down here. Uh, my background is I'm a chef. Yeah. I'm okay. A chef slash entrepreneur slash wherever the money <laughs> is. <laughs> so before we go, are you, uh, what what do you do as far as a chef, man? Where'd that start? Before you go any further? Um, That's dope. So like when I was younger in Kansas, my family owned like a barbecue restaurant. Ah. So I was kind of like that little cute kid that brought the place to the table and helped out in the kitchen <laughs> when I could. You know sure, mean? sure. Um, never really wanted to get into food. Like, I was always, like, a music guy. Like, oh, okay. I did shows and, you know, stuff like that. Music was my passion, and I was always like, ah, oh, you know, I'm going to blow up one day. And, and then uh, talking to my grandmother was just like, yo, you got to, like, get something solid. And then I just decided, well, what's something I can do that's never going to go out of style? And it's food. Everybody loves Everybody to eat. Loves <laughs> hey, so ain't then, that the truth, though? As I, it's a good mindset right there. Um, as I started developing, then I gained the passion for the food. So uh, yeah, it, it was sure. just like it came. It yeah, sure. That way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I remember in our life groups, like you'd always bring these different plates, uh, things, and stuff. Man, yeah. he always made some crazy stuff. Uh, what you made, like uh, stuffed? Uh, uh, are you talking about the? Uh, you made something like stuff. Texas poppers. Yeah, man. That I don't even the like light. jalapenos, and that was good, man. Yeah, the like uh, <laughs> stuffed cream cheese brisket. Oh, jalapenos that was yeah, yeah bro. That sounds fire. Bro, it was fire. <laughs> I'm telling you, I do not like to taste yeah, jalapenos, like but if jalapeno. you can't, I don't mind spicy. So if you can't taste jalapeno, I'm down. <laughs> yeah, that's, that was good, man. That's also what I what I like about food is like you can basically be as creative as you want, and like in comparison to the music, like. I can do whatever I want with the food. Sure. The crazier, the better. Yeah, yeah, sure. Because <laughs> people are like, dang, I got to try that. What's up with that? <laughs> That's what's up, man. So you're a chef, uh, entrepreneur. What, what, what are you doing in the entrepreneurial world, man? Um, what, you, what is your startup? So I own a, a liquor company brand called Peyote Brandy. Ah, I love the name, man. Yeah. <laughs> the slogan is actually the original trip. So that, that's, that's dope. The original trip. <laughs> I did not know that. I knew the brand name, but I did not know the slogan. That is awesome. I yeah, love man. that. Um, so that that started. <laughs> the origin, bro. I can't even. That is dope. So I got I a lot that. of indigenous blood in my family, a lot of native blood, and I wanted to do something that was like in representation of that. So like that's where you get the bottle design with the coyotes and the cactuses, and it looks like an old moonshining bottle. So cool, man. I'm thinking in my head, cowboys and Indians. Yeah. You know, just moving crates and stuff like that. Um, a lot of people Moonshiners, way yeah, back right? in the day, man. <laughs> Woo, that's awesome. So yeah, a lot of people always ask me like, well, where did it start? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm a chef. Right, right. That's actually one of the questions I was going to ask you, so definitely. And I like to, like, I've always paired, like, different wines or or beers or alcohol with food. And I like to drink sometimes a little too much, don't tell me. Uh, (laughs) 
But you feeling a little good while you leave it. You know why? Kev's food tastes bomb, but it gets you a little drunk. All right. <laughs> the whole experience. The whole experience. And uh, one day I was, I just like literally woke up and was like, I'm spending money on everybody else's product. Like, why don't I just do my own? So true. And yeah. that was it. It wasn't like, it's not like this big story about how I woke up in the middle of the night and saw it in a vision. It's just. Okay, okay, so you didn't do that, but is the peyote, like, is that you? Like, you, you came up with all that? Like, the, pay, the branding and the, the logo and the, uh, what do you want to call it? The, um, the formula? Not, not even just the formula. Uh, yeah, the formula, I guess, is another one. And um, the yeah, slogan, <laughs> all the above. Yeah, absolutely. It was all me. That's awesome, Like, man. it just, I wanted just to do clicked. something different. Originally, I wanted to use um, cactus milk. Okay. I thought it would be like super dope and I took a trip to uh, Malta a few years ago for my friend's birthday accidentally booked business class sat next to the scientist which was cool as hell he um, he found out a way to cook the cactus flesh to feed like starving people in third world countries like his story was ridiculous what he <laughs> told me don't use the milk because it'll taste disgusting Use the fruit, which is the prickly pear, and then that was like the start of everything. Oh, so is that your main ingredient? Yeah, and ah. that, everything like happens for a reason. Like if I did it, like my boy booked the business. Was that just like a light bulb right away? Like whoa. yeah, it was just like bloop, and then everything else just kind of like clicked around it. That's so crazy, like, man. man. <laughs> that is what's up, man. Wow, wow, dude, that's dope. Yeah, absolutely. okay. Falls into place like that, you know, it's meant to be. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, so um. With that going on, so do you work anywhere as a chef? I mean, you got your own business now with the peyote, so how much do you put towards that? How much do you put towards a chef? Like, what do you usually do, like, throughout a day or whatever, um, what have you? Throughout a week, I guess you could say, because <laughs> it's not just a day, right? A lot goes on in a day. Yeah, I used to work at a, a retirement home because I'm always trying to, like, give back. Yeah, man. You know, as That's far as talents up. and stuff goes. Uh, right now, up. I'm basically focusing on the peyote and the uh, other business ventures that I'm trying to put together. Uh, what else you got going, man? COVID, is, uh, <laughs> COVID has been a dent, but it's also given me time to like focus. Yeah. I'm working on a, um, a fusion taco food truck. Yeah, you, you know what? Lab. I think you mentioned that to me before. Yeah. That sounds good. So I'm just... I'll be your first customer, man. Yeah, absolutely. Don't you worry. Don't so you worry. Just, I'll be uh, there. I'll buy, I'll buy the whole place out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, sorry. Ain't nobody else ever be here today. I'll give all the reviews. <laughs> right? so that's, basically, that's basically what I'm working on now. Like, um, like I said, with, with everything being closed down and uh, you get time to think. Yeah. I, re I, re I respect people, everybody that's hardworking, that's, that's uh, you know, blue collar and, and, and doing their thing, but... Well, so you're if you're provided, man, you can't, you can't, you know, hate on that. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, of course. For me, I, I just, I got to do my thing. I don't yeah, you work can't, for nobody else. Can't I'm sit just, behind the desk, you know man. What I mean? <laughs> nah, I'm the, I'm the same way, man. Uh, that's why I started this, you know, my fitness business, because, mm -hmm. like, well, I came back from philly i got, got down here and i was like man what, what to do now okay so i worked for a place and then i just just like you man i was like man i i can do this on my own for sure mm -hmm. you know like and it just came about you know what what do i do the most oh my name plus performance training because i help people perform better and it just kind of all clicked but yeah man that's just i love stories like that they're just like man what am i gonna do like i can't just do this chef thing like that's not good enough for me i gotta do more like not just not good enough, but I got to do more. Yeah, I got to I got to grow. Yeah, you know, that's so, that's so cool to me, man. Because, you know, just that's where my focus is. Obviously, you know, build business building, business branding, um, mentality building, mentality branding. You know, that kind of thing, man. I just yeah. I'm all about that. That's so cool. So, um, last time I don't know if it was uh, we were talking on my pot or your podcast or we were talking outside the podcast because me and you are of course friends outside of this as well. But um, you were mentioning that you had a um, mentor. So do do you do you still talk to them or do they still help you? Like how does that help? How has that helped you? Because I've always thought that might help me, and I've never like I never actively went out to seek help. And obviously, like I'm doing well, but you know anybody can always grow and do better. Like have you felt like that's like 
what's helped you along or yeah absolutely it's it's funny because um i'm a big uh marvel fan and not, no lie my mentor like we do zoom meetings and he looks exactly like Stanley. Like I almost want to try to see him. When I see him, <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> he sounds like him too, so I'm just like I'm a huge uh, fan too, man. The Marvel. I'm like, bro, Stan just, Lee. just say. <laughs> but um, no, it's actually it actually does help because um, he's been in the business and he's also helped people in other business fields grow their business. So when I talk to him he gives me ideas about stuff that like I wouldn't normally think of gotcha like he like it's like okay well you know the liquor brand is good it's going good you want to expand but like don't jump like I wanted to you know hit Connecticut New York LA you know <laughs> major cities. you wanted to hit everywhere yeah I'm just trying to run and he's like no 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 <laughs> like you what? need to hit like Georgia you know what I'm saying yeah and then get then get uh, the the southwest, right? Boom, and cover up one side that. of the map first. Then yeah. you, you know what I mean. That's so, a good idea, man. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's a good idea. I'm like, hey, get let's it. Let's get it. Yep, let's <laughs> get it. <laughs> Wherever the restrictions are, I'm there. <laughs> nah, I feel you, man. No, you want to get up and run, but so, it, so basically having that mentor is able to like slow your process down or maybe redirect your process so it's more efficient. So like you're not taking too much time, like yeah. more time than you would have maybe. And also like taking, in any business you want to take risks, but like working with him, um, it's like smart risk. Right. Like yeah, let's jump, yeah. but let's jump with a parachute on. They'll just jump. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, man. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> definitely. So you would definitely like if someone was looking for it, like me, like you would recommend that, like for oh, maybe absolutely. Something in the future. Like uh, at this point in my life, I want to be. I'm so used to being like the smartest in the room or in my circle. Like I want to be the dumbest. So yeah. All I can do is learn and grow, and then Dude. once I hit the next level, I want to be the dumbest at that level. To just, you know what I mean? 100%, man. 100%, because how you growing if you're the smartest guy? Exactly. Yeah, man, that's such a good mindset. Like, you you always want to try to grow. And, I mean, that's what happened to me. when I was up in Philly. Like, I wasn't, I was, I love science and the background of things and everything, but I wasn't, like, completely into it. Like, every little muscle, like, you know, what goes into the body, the chemicals, how it bounces out. And then I was around all these, like, uh, guys who became pharmacists and girls who became mm -hmm. pharmacists who became, you know, doctors, you know, freaking physical therapists, you know, basically every walk of life. Even like got people who went, oh, I'm going to do pharmacy and then, oh, never mind. I want to actually be a medical student. So now they're actually a doctor, doctor, like an MD. And it's like you to be around that group of people and then hear their different thoughts like on like, oh, if I do this, this will help me here. Or if I do this, this will help me here. Their different thoughts on like how to study or, you know, how to change the environment or help yourself like with like uh, your chemical imbalances and stuff. Like mm -hmm. being around that, it's just like, it blows your mind. You just sit there, you're kind of like, okay, I'm just kind of like sitting here. All right, <laughs> listening to everybody, you know? Hey, I got a question, <laughs> you know? <laughs> then you start like growing, like I kind of, like you, like you said before, like it's a, it's a personal thing, especially being an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. I think the growth starts within you. Like you want to grow, you want to become better. And then you look at your life and then you say, like for me, it was like, I'm a chef. I've been doing this for over 20 years. Like I want to grow personally. I need to grow a business. Right. Yeah. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, I feel like it starts from inside of you and then every aspect of your life is just growing. Yeah. No doubt about it, man. No doubt about it. And as far as like growing, like, I mean, talk about how we met. We we're, were in a life group for church, mm -hmm. right? And uh, that's another, you know, because we go mentally, like we're talking about with a mentor or, you know, somebody you could, it doesn't even have to be some a mentor. It could be someone you just look up to that's done the same thing, mm -hmm. you know, or whatever it is. Uh, people that help you, you know, your relationships that help you physically, obviously, and mentally. And then you got to go spiritually too. And I think feeding into groups like that and being around like-minded people and like you said, not maybe not always being the smartest person in the room, especially when it comes to that topic, spiritual topic. Um, you know, that just growing in all those areas, it just keeps your mentality. I feel for myself, it keeps my mentality. Like when I'm doing all three of those things, 
it's like on such a high, like uh, uh, you know that even when obstacles come, like it doesn't, like it doesn't like impact that. It does a little bit, but it doesn't impact that high. You know, you're like, oh okay, nah, I got this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you're you're good here, you're good on that level, that level, and that level, man. And I mean, n- nobody's really always good at all three of those at <laughs> once. You know, some's always where you got to pay attention to it, but. You know what I mean? Meeting in groups like that, I think that, you know, that just helps you grow. There's exactly what you're talking about. Where we met up and now look at our friendship and now we're both growing podcasts, we're both growing brands and it's just, you know, it's fun. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's fun doing what you want to do, what you love to do and still somehow making a living off of it. So yeah, I think dude, your story is awesome. Hey, and shout out to uh, Spence Johnson on the RNS report. Yeah, Spence Johnson on the RNS report. Yes, <laughs> yeah, send some love to Spence Johnson. <laughs> Matter of fact, let's um, let's talk about that real quick. So, uh, he's specifically talking about OurLineRadio.com. So, for anybody who's listening to this podcast that is like brand new, probably a couple months into the future, where PBTC Fitness is a big podcast, we just started out and we're on OurLineRadio.com first and foremost. So, we're going to continue to be on there. We're on there every day at five. Spence Johnson, when when's he on? Uh, he's on. I believe Tuesday, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, seven o'clock. Bet. Okay, so seven o'clock p.m. 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 Got you. Okay, seven o'clock p.m. for Spence, five p.m. for PBTC Fitness Podcast. But um, let's let's talk about uh, online radio, man. What? So you said you've always been into radio. What made you guys? Because it's pretty cool vision for anybody who has never been on this uh, website. OurLineRadio.com is a radio. But just as we all use, is the internet. Mm-hmm. So it's internet radio, but it's not just music, guys. It's also podcasts and and different intellectual podcasts. You got fitness podcasts like mine, and there's just all this grouped into one. So I mean, how, how did you guys come up with this idea? Because it's a, it's a bunch of people, right? So it's a group. Yeah. Uh, so you know, how'd you guys come up with this idea? So I think it's a really cool concept. Because I don't think anybody on radio has really done it. You either got podcasts or you got radio and you're bumping music or you're listening to a podcast. I haven't really heard it all together. So what made you guys come up with that? So uh, there's four partners. And basically, uh, my best friend and I, we've always done music. Like I said before, like I, I've performed and I've you know had contracts and was sponsored by Hot 937 back in the day. What? And uh, I opened up for like Jeremiah and a bunch of other artists. And no stuff like way, that. So my we've man. We've always had music as a passion, and our dream was to be like, yo, let's get on the radio. Yeah. Let's be like <laughs> sure. top ten on the radio. That's sick, man. So that was always that was always the drive, and then you know life happens. Of course. And. Uh, Everybody got married and had kids. Yeah. That's what that means, people. Everybody got married and had kids. Tune in. <laughs> so, I feel you. <laughs> so we decided to create uh, a platform where people like us that might not have, because you know there's a lot of there's a lot of politics in radio, man. Some yeah. DJs, I'm not gonna shout out any names. Not gonna blow spot up. <laughs> but some DJs, you gotta pay five, ten grand to get a spot on the radio. What? And we didn't want that. We wanted people who have passion for music, who might not have the voice or the the outlet to have that voice and to be heard. That's awesome, man. And the same thing with with the podcasters. You know, we got uh, PPTC Fitness. We got, you know, the RNS Report. We got Talk That Talk. Yeah. We have uh, Crimson's Corner, which is like a business intellectual. We're getting... um, we're getting uh, like mental health podcasts. That's like awesome. we we want to be all around. Oh, we're getting a podcast on Sundays for uh, gospel as well. No way! So, that's awesome. Yeah, we want to yeah. we want to be a station where you can tune in and listen to some talented uh, people, and also if you need to seek help, whether it be mental, yeah. spiritual, financial. We just wanted to be that that all around. Yeah, you know, like package. five, like four p.m. I'm going here to listen to this, like that. Yeah, I need like that if, you're, today. if you're having a bad day, tune in to blah blah blah, and you can yep. hear about uh, mental health. That's right, man. You know what I mean? That's what's up, man. One stop yeah. shop, bro. Everything in one place. Yeah, Everything, yeah exactly, absolutely. man. Absolutely. And that's what that's exactly what I see. You know, when you go onto there, you see, you know, 
a couple fitness places, you see a couple, you know, mental health or positive, you know, reinforcement, a couple business things. I mean, yeah. and then a couple radio station, you know, it's and just shout, shout out to the real deuce, man. I forgot about y'all. <laughs> they do uh, like uh, movie go. critics and they're funny. As hell. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't heard that one yet. I got to listen they're to it then. I, <laughs> I got to listen to it. Okay. <laughs> that one's got to be good, man. Yeah. I can only imagine. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, so before we go uh, on any further, we were talking about a mentor. Do you have any heroes or someone you look up to? Um, you could say like the the Warren Buffetts, the Tony Robbins. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, the guys have been doing it forever. <laughs> yeah, those those type of people. Um, I'm actually, I'm actually like supportive of the underdog. Like I'm like a I look up to like the Jay Z's, okay, or the or the or the Percy Millers. Someone who came from nowhere. Yeah, somebody that just came from the absolute bottom. Yeah, man. You know, made some bad decisions, but turned it into like super positive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's that's those the, are the, the stories, stories you look for. Man. Yeah, I mean? man. Like the, the pursuit of happiness stories. Yeah. Okay. So that's what like if you were to look for a hero, that's what you that's what you would look for. Like yeah, absolutely. I'm looking up to that. Like I want to be like that. Yeah, that's absolutely. awesome, man. Yeah, because that's making a difference. It's making a difference in the world. It's making a difference in people's lives. Yeah, like so. Essentially, you know, one of my goals is is to this day and age with everything that's going on, man. My goal is to create enough resources for myself and my family, and for others that you can change lives. Like essentially, Akon came over here, right? Hopping career. Right. Back to Africa. Popping. Like water, water systems, like uh, facilitating rights. Like, yep. and that's the goal. Like, Actually to, giving back to yeah, these people, man. To have the resources to that's really so cool. change somebody's life. You no doubt, I mean? man. Yeah. And do it do it uh, out of the goodness of your heart, man. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. Too many, too many age, too many rich, stingy people, man. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm like, how much money do you need? <laughs> like, you already bought all the toys you want. I'm not trying to be Uncle Scrooge, you know what I'm saying? Like, Dude, <laughs> once you get, listen, man, we all know, once you get to a certain amount of money, man, it just don't stop. It yeah. just don't, unless you stop. It just don't stop, man. Some of these guys, like, I mean, you know, so are it's not worth their time to pick up, you know, money they drop on the ground. I'm like, I wish. <laughs> you know what Absolutely, I'm saying? Dude, it's like crazy, like, dollar bill, what's that worth? You know, keep walking on me. <laughs> Dang, it's crazy, man. But um, right, so you work out, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when, so I, can, when I can. When you can. <laughs> when <I> can. <laughs> That's some good stuff. So um, what you're, you're kind of, you're, I'm not going to say you're in shape, but you're not out of shape. You're not fat. So what made you, because Kev, for everybody who don't know, works out at PPTC Fitness. So what made you um, want to actually seek a gym in the first place? Um, to be honest with you, uh, Labar James, shout out to my, uh, my cousin. He's a fitness trainer on LA. Hey. And he's ripped. And yeah, he used exactly. to be like skinny like me so that's the motivation <laughs> but no like uh for the record so did i <laughs> <laughs> honestly like all the men in my family are like bigger dudes like i'm like the run no way like everybody's like six something no like look at this little and dude I'm, I'm, in all Dang. the pictures i'm just little and i'm tired of being little you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> i'm tired of being little <laughs> i want to pop some dudes <laughs> I want them to be like looking at all the other guys in my family and be like, oh, okay, okay. Who's that little? Oh, he's little, but he's kind of he's, he's, he's ripped, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got you, <laughs> bro. That is funny, man. And I've always, I've always wanted to. Um, so that's your goal, basically, is that you want to just get big and ripped and and basically stand out with the fam or yeah. fit in with the fam, not stand yeah, out. Fit in, and I've always fit. wanted to, you know, box. I've, I've yeah. been like street fighting. Yep. Since I, my first fight was like seven. Oh, but, snap. Know, <laughs> my man. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> Someone pulled your dreads, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> if I had him back then. No, but um, yeah, it's always been like uh, just wanting to learn techniques and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, even training with you, it's like I set up and you're like, 
Bro, put put the foot, the power foot in the back. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's jabbing, he's jabbing with that. his power hand. Yep. <laughs> he's like, oh shit, I didn't know that. Hey, when you throw when you throw that one two, put them hands back to your face. <laughs> don't get popped, man. Someone's gonna be throwing at you. This bag don't do it, but someone will. <laughs> so yeah, just always wanted to, uh, you know, learn the proper way and stuff like that. Heck yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah, it's so important. Like that's what obviously what I stress here most. Whether it's weightlifting, running, boxing hitting the speed bag, whatever we're doing, jumping. I mean, it's all about teaching the right form because you gotta know what muscles you're working and you gotta understand what you're doing. Like for boxing, there's so many different things. Like when you throw, you gotta be ready because like a heavy, like I said, heavy bag don't show it. But you gotta be thinking when I throw this, if I overextend and just leave it out there and leave my face open, why wouldn't a guy hit it? Or over a yeah. fight hit, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, so that's my job to kind of tell people like, hey man, make sure you're doing this. Or if you're doing the bench strong, hey man, make sure you're doing this before you tear your arms off, you know? <laughs> like, I just want to make sure everybody's doing the right stuff. So absolutely, it's one of the most important things. Um, so being in a facility like this, it's like a fitness center. It's like more catered to like personal. Um, I wanted to ask you, because I haven't really asked anybody this on the podcast per se. I mean, we've talked about how we feel like we make it different, but you being a client coming in, how do you feel like this is different from like an around the clock or like a Planet Fitness or, you know, whatever franchise gym is in the area? Um, I feel like it's different because when you go to those those type of locations, it's kind of like you go in and do your thing. And unless you're really focused on what, what you're trying to do, it's easy to get lost. I also feel like here, um, it's more family orientated, so everybody sure. really knows each other. Like, there's laughs, there's jokes. For sure. You come in and Yo. you, know, you might have the mean mug on your face because you're having a bad day. Somebody's gonna say, hey, what's up, bro? You wanna talk or blah, right. blah, blah. And, and you need that type of relationship and energy, especially you know when you're in the gym trying to develop the physical. Like, if your mental's off, it could really throw your whole workout off. Yep. You know what I mean? Goes hand in hand, man. No doubt about it. I mean, you came in here multiple times like, hey, man, just need to blow some steam off, whether it was business or family or whatever it was. Yeah. I'm like, hey, let's get it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then by the end of the time, you know, we're laughing, carry on, and you're going home and you're able to, you know, I don't think people understand when you're stressed out about something, there's sometimes where you need to go blow some steam off and a gym's a perfect way to do it because then you can collect your thoughts physical and mental work hand in hand so when you work on the phys even if the mental is straining if you push through and actually work on the physical it actually does help the mental it gets you into that state it releases endorphins feel good endorphins you know and it allows you you know the dopamine and all that allows you to start feeling a little bit better about the situation and you're relieving stress as well so yeah, it's kind of like a hand in hand man <laughs> there's been, been times like you said there's been times i came in here like ready to throw somebody yo right i'm about to knock somebody bro give me that <laughs> who don't who don't you like in here here we go <laughs> i'm and, gonna i'm gonna use that training real quick <laughs> yeah and just just the workout and the conversation man you know i left feeling really good so that that's yeah man. What it's about you know what i mean yeah no absolutely that's what we try to do our best to you know portraying here to let everybody know that they're part of something you know the part of a community that actually cares about them and like you're not going to be unnoticed like i know what's going on in your life i know what's going on in roy's life i know what's going on in all my people's life that come into this gym because we actually care mm -hmm. like if you had a surgery that you had to go into next week i would know and then i'd be like hey kev after that surgery I'd be like hey man how you doing you know, yeah, I'm calling absolutely. you up on the phone. I'm not just sitting there like, oh, yeah, he'll come back when he's ready. Like, yeah. nah, man, I'm actually caring. Like, how you doing, man? Hey, as soon as you're able to get back in here, let's start rehabbing it. We don't have to work out yet. Let's rehab. Let's do something, you know, whatever it is. However, I got to cater to that person. So, and that's for everybody. That's like, yeah. you know, it's not and just for the people I know. <laughs> you don't get that from a, from a plane of fitness. Yeah, no doubt, man. I totally agree. So, it obviously it helps your physical and your mental. Um, and even though it could wear on your energy a little bit, how does this, has it helped you like uh, grow in your business or has it helped you stay more alert or focused or how does the gym kind of tie into your business? Does it help? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it helps because this is, shout out to promotion. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to onlineradio.com. That's shout right. Coyote Brandy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but it like, it keeps you focused and uh, it keeps you motivated. Like. Like you said, sometimes sometimes in life stuff happens, you get hit, and you might get hit a little bit harder than you thought. Mm. But coming in and, and staying focused and working out and being motivated, it keeps you going with the flow. Sometimes, uh, whether I'm lifting weights or I'm hitting the bag and my mind is clear, 
and I'm thinking about what's the next step with the business. Yeah. What can I do better with this? What can I do better with that? Sure. So coming in and, and, and getting those uh, that clarity also helps too. Yeah. Yeah, man, absolutely. Yep. You just kind of get your head on straight. Yeah, man, it work, and it works for everybody. It don't matter who you are, don't matter what your situation is. Come to the gym, relieving that stress, and getting a good, out, a positive outlook on the situation. Because obviously, people in here are gonna sympathize with you, or empathize with you, mm -hmm. but they're also, you know, gonna give you a positive outlook. They're not gonna be like, oh, you know, screw that person, or you know, oh, whatever. You know, it's not gonna be in a negative light. And one more thing I wanted to say too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, with Ronnie, which I like, like I said, if you go to like a different gym, you start to do your sets. You might be like, oh, I'm only gonna do ten instead. <laughs> nah, bro. You say, hey, if it's fifteen, yeah, you, you better put those do things it. down, take a quick breather, and you're gonna get fifteen. <laughs> yeah, I promise. 15. And that's what you do. Man. You do that. Put, hey, you better get on that set. You bro. better get on it, bro. That's right. You already know, bro. You already know, bro. <laughs> that's funny, man. So you've been, I mean, with all this pandemic going on there ain't much to watch but you've been watching all of any sports that's going on right now man i mean you're an la fan you're a laker fan yeah man yeah you know, you know i've been watching uh and i don't your boy Bronny. listen i don't even <laughs> like Bron. <laughs> who does yeah, who does right now <laughs> my, bro, yeah, my brother's gonna be so mad at that comment hey better be mad it's all right hey it is what it is bro listen <laughs> not a lot of people like him right now <laughs> but lakers man lakers i've always been a laker fan yeah. I remember, uh, Kobe. shout out to my aunt, she took me to the, the Staples Center Yo. when I was like six, bro, and I met uh, Vlade Divac. No That's way. That's how old it goes back, dog. No way. So I remember. I <laughs> so remember, he's on a bandwagon since Kobe. Yeah, yeah. Right? This, is, this, is, <laughs> this is life. This is lifer, bro. That's yeah. why he was brokenhearted with Kobe. Oh, yeah. Bro, shout everybody, Kobe, right? And, and, yeah, and, and Kobe. Fan band, 2 man. 2-4, man. Little Gigi. Yeah, no doubt. That's crazy. Like that whole situation is crazy. But I, I'm hoping. I mean, after after the last game, AD and them boys, hey, they, they put a hurting on them, man. And I'm hoping that they get the chip and uh, they LeBron could. donates uh, dedicates it to uh, Kobe. That'd be dope. He yeah. better. He got some. Hey, he the, better not be selfish. Or the <laughs> he gonna get slapped hey, up. <laughs> he he, get a, he cannot do it in Cleveland, but LA don't play that. Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, he can do it in Cleveland and walk out. You do that crap in LA, they're gonna be meeting you at the door. Like, hey, bro, what was that again? You better, you better, you better get some respect, bro. The Crips, the Bloods, the SAs, they gonna be right out the door. They gonna be pissed. All wearing two four, shoes, shirt, and hat. You know it, man. Oh, man, that's crazy. They, they, they rocking no James jerseys. It's all going to be Kobe, 100%. <laughs> this one's for Kobe. <laughs> Lakers got it, though. They got it. I think so, yeah, man. Yeah, they got it, man. The Heat, they, don't, they can't keep up. I was hoping, I was hoping that um, the Celtics beat the Heat. Yeah. And then the Lakers won the chip because that would have been epic. Because yeah, because Celtics, Celtics, yeah, poop on the Celtics yeah. one more time. One more time. Do yeah, it I, I, like the, yeah. I like that rivalry. I like the way the That's Lakers win that rivalry, rivalry yeah. for sure. So what do you think about the um, impact on these sports? So like, what, did NBA get a full season? No, they didn't know when then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it was like so, so they got half when MLB's already in the yeah, playoffs yeah, almost. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. MLB 162 games. They played like, what, 80? 60, something like that. 60? Yeah. That's crazy. Not even half the games. How do you think the impact of COVID, Roy, you can speak up too, impact of COVID on, uh, on sports, man? What do you feel about that? Like, should they uh, did that? Should they have waited till next year? Or is this, do you think that this was the best that they could possibly do? Yeah, I'll let you start off, Roy. And then I'll follow <laughs> up. No, well, I mean, I think that we definitely need sports. I, I don't think that they, they should have postponed it till next year. I mean, so I like the way the NBA did it, you know? Uh, they probably handled it the best. Probably out of all the sports, yeah, I think, Actually, I disagree. I think hockey. Hockey all basically had a full season. I mean, I mean, yeah, bro. Oh, see, no. they're hiding. See, yeah, they're doing good. good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but NBA, NBA did pretty good, okay, though. Yeah, it's just, the NFL is probably the, low, the lowest for sure. The Yo, well, NFL, yeah. <laughs> they didn't care at all. <laughs> yeah, so what do you feel about it? I think, um, like, Roy, piggybacking off of Roy, I think you need sports, man. You For sure, man, right? You know what I mean? Um, I wish they would have handled it a little differently. Got it. Because it's, it's kind of like, 
<laughs> it's kind of like almost a cheat code. Like, you don't play the full season. Like, you can't really. Whoever starts off on fire is going to win it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, if, you go, Game if, you over. Go, if you go into the gym and you take five, six shots before you start playing, like, pickup, you're going to be in the groove already. Right. But if you just they go cheat. in, then you got to find out, like, oh, <laughs> let me adjust to the left. You know what I mean? Like, exactly, man. Exactly. Yep. That's so, a good point. That's a good point. So, no, for sure. I feel Great like point. they should have handled it a little differently. But I know. This whole COVID thing, man, with the safety of people and stuff like that and, and the fear factor and, and all this other stuff. They yeah. Had, they had to do what they had to do. No doubt. No doubt, man. It, hey, yeah, it is what it is. I mean, they were able to start it back up before the country kind of started back up. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good. We got to get to watch it now. I mean, UFC, I think, did the best job, yeah, actually, to be yeah, honest. That is true. I said hockey, but I'm changing my vote. It's definitely UFC, UFC. because they're actually able to put on full fights and full Consistency, venues. And they did it, like, what, for, like, five weeks straight or something like that yeah. when they first came back? It was like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. So they, they did really good, man. They did really good. <laughs> so, um, controversial topic. What do you feel about the debate the other night, man? The debate. <laughs> uh, are, are you feeling like me? Do you, th- do you feel like it was kind of, in a way, a joke? <clears throat> um, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so. <laughs> I'm like, uh. Like, we were talking about flights and stuff earlier and traveling, like, to other countries and stuff like that. And I got a lot of friends in a, in a lot of different places. Sure, and sure. I, I just thought it was, I thought it was comical. Yes, yeah, very comical. professional. Yes, very, I, I agree with thought, that. 100%. Like, when I talk to, like, my friends in Europe or I talk to, you know, my friends in uh, Tokyo and they're like, you know, like, Everybody in the world is looking at you guys like a joke. Like it kind of hurts. It kind of hurts a little bit, you know? What yeah. I mean? Because like it was, it was like a bash fest. Like you know, it was. It with, was uh, with Trump uh, throwing out his opinions and, and Biden telling him to shut up and calling him a clown and all this other stuff. <laughs> like there's there's more respect in like high school debates <laughs> than there was oh with my two grown ass people. You know what I mean? Yeah, no doubt, man, no doubt. And I that get, was... I get you gotta like. You know, you're trying to win, so you got to come at each other's throat. Sure, sure, sure. But I think it could have been handled a little bit more professionally. You know, what I, I mean? agree. No, a hundred, a hundred percent, man. Because like, uh, you know, you throwing. I mean, what's a personal insult gonna do for the American people? Like, okay, cool. We know you didn't like each other, so what next? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like whatever. And um, you know, like I was kind of um, annoyed uh, on both ends. You know. Uh, Biden couldn't finish a sentence sometimes yeah, <laughs> and it's like you're losing train of thought man like come on bro pay attention and then you got Trump over there who didn't let him finish his two minutes most of the time <laughs> and I was sitting there thinking I'm like well Trump you're an idiot too because if you really were thinking with your head on straight you know a lot of people who are on the fence that are probably vote, not voting for him or thinking about who I don't know are not doing it because they believe you know they don't like him personally like oh he's an asshole like mm-hmm. okay Granted, he is, <laughs> but you know, he—I felt like he could have won a lot more votes if he let the guy say his piece, and then when he didn't answer the question directly, kind of go back at him with like, "Hey, do you need another two minutes to answer the question, or are you just gonna keep saying what I didn't do, or I don't have a plan, or whatever?" <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it's he like, could have easily just made him look stupid, and I was like, "You're saying professional." He could have easily been professional. Like, obviously, the other guy in that debate, the non-president, is always supposed to be non-professional. There, I don't know if nobody knows that. That guy's supposed to be non-professional because he's the one that's trying to go, oh, well, you didn't do this. You didn't do this. You didn't do He's supposed to be. So Trump should have been, I felt, like ready for that because he's already been through this with Hillary, which mm-hmm. is the same kind of opponent almost. Yeah. Um, just she's a little sharper. Yeah. And, um, she can finish the sentence. Yeah, well, yeah, she can finish the <laughs> sentence. <laughs> exactly. She will get lost in conversation. And she's ruthless. She's ruthless. Yeah. That lady don't play. Yeah, yeah, that lady don't play at all. But, um, you know, and I, I just feel like he could have won a lot more voters over if he just let him say his piece and then been like, all right, like the COVID thing. Biden was like, well, we, he, uh, it became a crisis because he didn't have a plan. He had a bad plan, didn't have a plan. Didn't I had the plan and didn't, t- whatever, didn't shut it down on time, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then that was his only thing he said. He didn't say what he would want to do. And if I was Trump in that situation, I would have waited. And then I'd be like, okay, Chris Wallace, before 
I take my two minutes. Do you want to give Joe another two minutes? Because he, he didn't answer nothing. You just asked him. So do you want like, come on, man. And like, that's the thing. You know, like, be professional. Be smarter, man. If you're going to, like, come on. Both you know, of them. You know Biden. And you know he gets easily sidetracked. Exactly. So let him run. Because exactly. he's going to forget what he's talking about That's anyway. exactly what I'm saying, bro. You know what I mean? Don't that's cut him I... off. Because when you cut him off, you start talking. Then he gains what he's about to he say. He gains his composure, right? <laughs> exactly. He was like, he like sit, sits for a second. Like, oh, I got it. That's right. Got you. <laughs> I remember what we were talking about. And then he cut Trump off. And he would go, yes. oh, now my turn. <laughs> nah, if, I, if I was Trump, I would have, like, you, you got to understand Trump should have came at it like uh, LeBron with a rookie on the team. Like, you're, you're already here. Why am I... Right. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're the dog right now. You're yeah, the dog. You're the president. You're the dog. He's, he's the rookie at this. He's only been a vice president, which means he has no clue about this. Yeah. So that means that coming onto there, you are the dog. You beat who was supposed to be the shit last yeah. year. So, uh, four years ago. So, yeah. it's like, exactly. No, act like It's like a major league baseball player that hits home runs all the time hitting a home run. It's like, bro, you don't, you don't go ooh, and freaking run the bases like pumping your fist, like you jog, jog the bases, touch home plate. Okay, that's my shit. That's what I do. Yeah, Act like you've been there. And walk, let's yeah. walk off. Like, cause don't get me wrong, he was, he was stating some factual things, but like it kind of when you, when you, like I said, anybody who thinks he's an asshole and is just confirmed it. You're like, oh yeah, he is an asshole. Well, okay, yeah, he is. So you know, it just, I was like, man, you could have won so many more votes if you just. So who went about you, it smartly. Who do you think won? Nobody. <laughs> I don't I think agree. nobody would. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> it was a shit show. I think, listen, man, I think Trump made some good points talking about, you know, um, uh, uh, past things with Biden and like what, what he's represented in bills he signed, you know, when he's trying to call Trump racist and Trump's debunking it. You know, I get that. That, that was factual things. But like, like I said, if he just stuck with that, Trump would have won. But he didn't. <laughs> he went like, oh, well, instead of just discrediting him for taking money for what happened to his son, he just bashes his son about being on cocaine and stuff and all. Well, everybody knew that. Just say you took money for your son. Da, 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 and that's it. Yeah. If you want to say something about it, you don't just like bash him like, your son's a piece of shit. Like basically saying that. Like everybody knows, dude. <laughs> so there was like there was like two things that like on both sides of like I was done with. Mm -hmm. When he started bashing his son. Yeah. Like, um... There's yeah, he a didn't need to. With you know losing his brother and his mom, whatever. Like he yep. chose to, to substance abuse because he was on pain. He was hurt. It, yeah, exactly. Like, I try to look at like what people are going through and why they make the decisions. Hundred percent. So that was that was. What if we, you're coming out of the military and there's a problem, like you know you're well respect, man. You need a yeah. you need some help, but well respect. And and you can't be. Also, yeah. when when. Uh, Chris asked Trump about the white supremacy thing, and he kind of like skated over that. He did, um, but he's also debunked it a lot in the past. Like, they came out with a ton of videos with him, like, saying that I don't support them at all, whatever. And when the guy initially asked him the question, he said, of course I don't support them. And then I think, I think where people are um, getting, like, caught up on is him saying stay, stand down and stand by. Yeah. Which, I don't, know, I don't know <laughs> yeah, why he said that. Didn't, yeah, I, I guess. But, I mean... You could say that, but actions speak louder than words because he did just declare the KKK and the BLM as terrorist groups in the United yeah, States. Yeah, and Antifa. And Antifa, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, he's showing that his actions are showing, but he, I feel like he, because after he said that, he also went on to say that he felt like it wasn't a right-wing problem because these things and these groups are going into these, like Portland, mm -hmm. um, are in these Democratic-run cities, Democratic mm -hmm. governors. So like he can't go in there unless they allow him to, yeah. to intervene. So I think, I, I th once again though, I told you he's he's an idiot. So like when he's he should be way more professional and know what they're trying to do because he knows like oh they're trying to say I'm racist. Okay, well I would have spoke. Hey, I did this two days ago by the way, and then um, no I don't I wouldn't have said nothing about stand down. I'd be like I can't go in there and do this stuff. So if you guys allow me, I'll show you that. I'm doing it, and that's all he had to say. Yeah, he, but no, stand, stand down or whatever. Like, he was probably in his head. He was probably like, "How much more do I have to do?" Like, we've already talked exactly, about <laughs> exactly. So, but yeah. but st but still though, it gives people that little bit of a room to say, "Oh, see." Yeah, only because like I feel like he, like you said, I feel like he should have said something because the lack of him saying something, people it's forget worse. about 
the actions when somebody asks you a question and you don't yes. respond to the question. Yeah, no, Hunter, he responded well, but like I said, that he doesn't think about the whole thing. Like, oh, so you condemn white supremacy. He's like, of course I do. Like, what are we talking about? And then the guy, the guy asked Joe Biden, and then Joe Biden mentioned the Proud Boys, and then it came back to Trump. And then, then that's when everybody saw, felt like he skated over the problem because he was like, stand, stand down, stand by. And then he was like, after that, he started talking about how his Democratic run. So that little whatever was basically, I, like, in explaining it, he should have definitely been like, well, I can't really do anything about it because of this. And he should have left it at that. Mm-hmm. So like I said, I don't th- like you said, it, from the beginning, it was unprofessional. <laughs> like, dude, be more professional with your speaking. We know you're a guinea from New York. Like, we know. <laughs> like, but get better, bro. Like, come on. You gotta like, grow, bro. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I don't want somebody running my country that doesn't remember sentences. But I also don't want someone running my country who's like, you know, going to be, <laughs> be up your ass. Like, not, not think. Because obviously he does some good things because he wouldn't have been having these PC, uh, peace treaty signed. Yeah. So obviously he talks well to those guys. I don't know how he talks behind clothes, but in that debate, he definitely wasn't talking yeah. well. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. You know how to talk. I know you know how to talk better than that. You wouldn't be getting deals signed. So show everybody you can do that. But yeah. nah, I got I to gotta add like a retail. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. Oh, my gosh. But yeah, no, I, I don't think anybody would. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I really don't. It was a wash. I think anybody who was voting for Trump is still voting for Trump. I think anybody who's voting for Biden is still voting for Biden. I don't yeah, think absolutely. nobody swayed anybody. I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to the uh, Prince and Harris, bro. Yeah, that's Trump interesting. Like I think, I think, I think Harris is going to eat him alive. And the only reason I say this is because Pence is is like more reserved. Yeah, and like not really. It's not outspoken. outspoken. Yeah, that's and true. Harris and she's is the opposite. Loud and aggressive. So even if she doesn't win, I feel like it's gonna look like she won. I see what you. So she's you gonna she's saying? gonna be hype train more than a win. Yeah. Yeah, like which is kind of what happened here for the Democratic Party. It's more like a hype train because when he's talking to the American people. <laughs> yeah, he's like. I don't care what he's talking about. I'm talking to you. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. that was a good play, though. See, he played his smart there. It yeah. Was a smart move. Yep. It's a joke, but it's a smart move. <laughs> like, I just can't take him. Like, he's got to trim up his eyebrows a little bit, I think, and stop taking bro, that Botox came, in his came face. He out looking like a vampire. He I did, never look, I was like, why is he so pale, bro? <laughs> is, he about to, is he about to bite Trump, bro? No, so, yeah, bro, that whole thing, it was like, it almost was like it, we were on Comedy Central again, and it was like one of those roasts, bro, <laughs> where someone's up there just like, oh, man, you suck at this. Oh, man, no, 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 you suck at this. But no, 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 But you said this back in the day. I had to, I had to keep checking the channel because I thought it was Saturday Night Live, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no lie, bro. Oh, my gosh. Oh, what about when your boy, not your boy, but the new, new Green Deal, he's like, oh, yeah, it's going to pay for itself. And then when they, when they came back to him and asked him, do, do, you, do you support it? He's like, no. I yeah, don't support I like, it. I was like, what? I was like, all right. Wait, he took a nap in between. That's what happened. Yeah, he took a timeout. At that moment, I turned to the SpongeBob. Exactly. Like, bro, right, I swear. Yeah, no, I literally didn't watch the whole thing either, bro. Yeah, I had I to. I got out. I was I like, bro, I'm tired of both of this, man. Because <laughs> Trump's talking over and talking about it. So I'm like, bro, stop being stupid. And then this guy's like, I'm like, all right, I'm done. Brain cells, bro. Done, bro. Right. Brain cells fried, bro. Right. That's why I think we should stop having 70. Listen, man, I want the spokesperson. What's her name? For Trump. The girl. What's her name? She was speaking after the debate. That's away from me now. Oh, man. Dang, dude. What's her name? She's, dude, she's a white girl, man. She's smart as, it's either her or I want Candace Owens next as president. I don't even want to do next time. <laughs> I want these ruthless, ruthless women. <laughs> Just like, nah, nah, hey, it don't work like that. <laughs> dude, man, she was going, they are like trying to like, you know, call Trump a racist again and stuff. And she was just basically like bashing him, like going from, she had notes back from 2017 when he like was denouncing and, and uh, calling these radicals out. Mm-hmm. Like these groups that they were talking about, she like back in 2017. She's like, oh, what about this and what about this? And she had like a full like 10 pages of notes back from then, like knowing what questions they were gonna ask. I was like, she's the next one, next <laughs> president. Okay, because that's that's what that's professional. That's on your game. <laughs> you gotta think about it. I think I think the United States needs a female president because 
You gotta think, man. Females got that. They got that X factor, man. Yeah. You gotta think about your mom, dude. You could be the toughest. Don't matter. You a little baby. She tell you to sit down. You'd be You're like, like yes, I ma'am. You got it. But what the other countries think. That's the only thing. I'm no, worried. that's true though. But but she's gonna have a vice president, dude. So you throw somebody in there who, who respect. listen, that's a perfect spot for a Trump, <laughs> for someone similar to Trump to just sit there and be like, no, 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 and just go crazy because he's a vice president. Leave him alone. <laughs> go sit down. <laughs> be like, perfect. So nah, she's in a, this girl, that one of those girls, if they actually get it, dude, they're going to be smart enough to put the right person in place. 100%. I, I definitely, both those girls are on the top of their game, man. I love listening to both of them talk. It's like when you listen to somebody and you understand exactly what they're saying, you're like, yeah, man. Okay, you could speak. I want you. I want you to talk for us because, yeah. like, dude, I want these people to know that we we ain't no joke. Just like you were saying, everybody saying, of course they're saying it's a joke, man. It was just like you said, it's a comedy roast. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, I mean, at this point, like, we we need it, man. We have the first black president, the first orange president. We might as well have the first woman president. Yeah, man. Right. Right. No doubt. I'm that hey man, let's let's try. We've been just trying everything. Right <laughs> let's try let's try something else. Yeah, <laughs> I totally agree, man. Hey, so before we get out of here, man, what is the cat what does the future look for like for Kevin? What does the future look like for you? What so, where do you where do you leave your legacy? Um, where do you make your mark? Where where are you in the next five to ten years, if you could put a picture on it for people? So I see in the next um five to ten years having peyote brandy as a household brand you it'll know, be in my house i want uh i want everybody to be enjoying it i want it to be like when people go to the store and they mention other brandies uh, they mention other drinks they say oh yeah we need to get peyote because it's top tier um i also see myself opening the food truck like i said that's so uh, cool. Turn it into a couple, uh, like a chain, and uh, using those resources to help people. Like e- even in like my head with the food truck, it's like I'm thinking about you know service Sundays and going to the community and just handing out like uh, free plates to like the homeless or like the uh, soup kitchens and stuff like that. That's awesome. Like you always got to generate ways to give back to the community and. Uh, The Bible says that a great man leaves an inheritance for his, his children. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. A good man, excuse me. A good man, yes. I don't want to be a good man. I want to be a great man. Yeah. So in my head, the goal is to leave an inheritance for my son and for his kids and generations to come. Like like we were talking earlier about Jay-Z. Like that's a great man because now he's passed on generational wealth to who knows how long it's gonna go. Well, however like, however just, they want it to go. If <laughs> they don't give it away, now. it's staying there. <laughs> yeah, so. You know what I mean? No doubt. So that's always the plan. And uh, to get as big as other people in my family, bro, that's... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. You feel me? <laughs> nah, everybody be on the lookout for Kevin Morris and definitely check in the rlineradio.com. Looking for Spencer Johnson on the RNS report. And of course, PPTC Fitness, your favorite fitness channel, okay, on the podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> but thanks for everybody for tuning in. It's been an awesome time talking with you, Kev, man, and we will definitely have you back in here in the future. Yeah, hey, I appreciate you, man. <laughs> Until next time, homie. All right. <laughs> <laughs>